Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. And for some reason, this show this week, more than other weeks, have been quite emotional. So... We'll delve into some of that. You can always get this on its normal iTunes permission granted feed, but also the DA Show iTunes feed as well. Radio.com, great places to watch, or I should say to listen, and to download all of the DA Show and PGP episodes as well. So I want to start with the Pete email that was addressed at the end of Wednesday's show. Okay, because Pete handles scheduling for update anchors and producers. He does not handle my days off. So I didn't see this. I came in today and you said, hey, the newsroom's buzzing about this Pete email. Correct. And look, well, first of all, there's a couple things right off the bat here that we'll get to before we break it in depth. depth. Internally at CBS Sports Radio, this Pete email is what the Daryl Morey tweet was to China. (laughs) Like, that's how big a deal it is right now. And, um... You know, there's a lot of apologies looking to be issued. There's a lot of that, and nobody knows what's right, what's wrong. So the PD email is the Maury tweet. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. This, again, only further backs my point when I go out on a limb and tell you that I'm a clubhouse leader because oh boy, all the full-timers get this email. Who does everybody come to in this time? It's, Mraj, it's almost like I'm the union rep. Is that right? I got to go speak to Pete. Go speak to Pete. This isn't right. So now I got to take it on the chin and go defend them when the whole irony is I listened to Pete. I had my days off. And now because I got everybody coming at me and I'm on the email, I'm more annoyed that I'm even on the email because I did what he asked. You got your you got your days in for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Correct. Holiday week in. He wanted them in by Monday. He sent out an email today. Those who have not submitted holiday requests for Thanksgiving Eve day and or Black Friday by now will go to the bottom of the request list. Now, that was a normal text. Bold and underlined. The deadline was Monday, October 7th. That's this past Monday. Again, bold and underlined. (laughs) If you are requesting off any time between December 23rd and January 2nd, that would be holiday week, please submit requests by Monday, November 4th. Thanks, Pete Pilati Jr., CBS Sports Radio. So... There's so much there. You got yours in. So I you, did. you understood what the ramifications. How why would you defend other people that didn't? All right. So I defend Pete in this. Pete's right in this sense. 
we all know Thanksgiving and Christmas are coming, and they probably come quicker than we expect. And we all know about what we're going to use our days for. Because what, to be honest, in this industry specifically, and maybe this speaks for a lot, once Labor Day passes, you know you're going to take off Thanksgiving, Christmas, around those holidays, and there's really not many other days. Usually if you've used most of your days, some people take fall vacations, whatever. But because of football season, we don't usually do. I don't think it's that difficult to kind of have an idea of mapping out your days. The flip side of this is there might be some people going, I might use an extra day around Christmas and work Black Friday if I don't go away for Thanksgiving, but I might not know until the end of October if I got to fly with my family somewhere for Thanksgiving. So for Pete to make an October 7th deadline on his own because he needs two months to get ready to give guys days off and his excuse is, well, more people are off around the holidays. Well, Pete... Then just figure out a rough template schedule. Don't let any of the part-timers filling in know what days they're working there. And if it turns out a full-timer doesn't need a day off, then just pull the part-timer off and you haven't released the schedule yet. To me, it's not that difficult. Pete's making his job more difficult and stressing people out. It's ridiculous to impose <laughs> your own deadline. Also, so, you're going to tell a full-timer they can't use Thanksgiving off when they're allowed to use Thanksgiving off because you set a hocus-pocus deadline? Now, if they had, if these people had passed the corporate deadline, which was 30 days out, then... Pete has more of an argument. And then those people would not be, would definitely not be cemented into being able to take off those days. Like, if they missed the deadline... If it's a corporate deadline, which, by the way, I am pretty sure it's two weeks and Pete is saying a month hmm. to cover himself. I, I don't want to speak on a condition that I don't know. <laughs> but he said, oh, wait, it's always been, I was always told you need to give two weeks notice for, for days off. Well, is this a CBS culture problem? Here's what I said. Okay. I, I ask. Because yesterday, it so happens, the our boss, the big boss that handles my days off, sent me the same email. Hey, uh, have you figured out when you're off for Thanksgiving and Christmas? I'm like, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm barely there right now, but I'll, I'll look into it now. Right. Because he said this. But this happens on the same day that Pete sends it out. Is this, why do, Why are we so, we're fretting about this stuff months in advance. It makes no sense. I, I Maybe I understand it from more of an on-air talent thing around here because you might have to get hosts from other cities and get lines. Can, I don't know. But to me, guys, it's one thing if you're our bosses. But if you're Pete, Pete, you asked to take part in scheduling. But that's not necessarily no, 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 his no, 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 fault. No, that... no, no, hold on. Time out. If you ask to take part in something, you have to know what comes with it. And I'm sure a lot of aggravation comes with it. Don't because you asked to do it suddenly change the rules and now put on everybody else's lap like it's your problem and your stress that they need to give you two months advance for a day off. That's a little ridiculous. Look, maybe he's taking over a college football program that needs to change the culture. Maybe he's saying we're not going to do it the same way anymore. But it's people are telling the days off. I... I barely know what I'm doing next week. I need to know what I'm doing two months ahead of time for you. Well, you and did by, it, though. You, I did do it. He changed your culture. Because I knew I was taking off the holidays anyway. And at the beginning of the year, I have a rough map. I know if I'm going on a vacation, I know this. Okay. I'm just a little more organized than other people. That's shocking. It's just, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a planner. I am a planner. I'm just not smart when it comes to other things. Okay. But I still, like, I get it. Like, if, if I had family in Wisconsin... And my mom said, we might be going there for Thanksgiving. We might be staying home. And I kind of ripped through a lot of days over the summer. And I could take maybe Christmas Eve or the day after Christmas off instead of Black Friday off. Because it's not just Thanksgiving. It's Black Friday. I might say, hold on. I'm going to hold off here. Because if we're not going away, I'm not doing anything Friday. I'll work Friday. The idea that I need to make that call two months in advance to appease Pete, I find to be ridiculous. Okay. Let's ask this question. When people came to you, hey, you got to talk to Pete. Are, are they scared to talk to Pete? 
I think I don't know if scared's the word. I think they're scared of themselves for saying the wrong thing and getting <laughs> extremely angry with Pete and they don't want to like pop off and just say some regrettable stuff. I think they look at me as you work with Pete, you know Pete, you know Pete better than most. You have no problem pushing other people's buttons and pissing people off anyway, which clearly I do. You better go handle this. So I I, I didn't wake up expecting this today. I checked my email. I started to get texts. For, not even a hello. I brought in cookies today for the staff. But first thing I see before we put the cookies down, did you see Pete's email? What are we going to do about this? And that's just what's going on. And Pete's doing this to himself. And now it's causing stress on my life. So Pete has become more unpopular in the newsroom oh, with this yeah. new role. Because the other part of this... It's DA, not so new anymore. No, but the other part of this is he takes care of them. He's going to give them their days off, no matter how what advance they give them. And maybe it's unfair to Pete to some extent, but like you're making a big deal telling people they're going to go to the bottom of the list. It's empty threats out of Pete, too. Huh. The whole thing is ridiculous. It's all ridiculous, and it's so unnecessary, and it's stress. He's putting on himself and causing. And his argument back is, well, you should just know if you're taking off Thanksgiving. Yes, you're right, but you also shouldn't... The schedule should have to be done two months in advance or seven weeks in advance. That's a bit excessive. It should be able to be done two weeks in advance and you figure it out. <laughs> really? Well, what is he, the NFL in April? <laughs> Baseball putting out the schedule the year before? I'm telling you, and you mark my words, it'll be January 1st. He will ask for Memorial Day. I am telling you, Will. Guys, start looking ahead. It, it does it. Well, if the big boss is doing this as well. Maybe the whole thing with people that make schedules, they just don't want any stress, so they make everybody just get in their stuff way too early. You're probably right. However, the two people that have handled schedules in between where we got from our big boss, who used to and does for you, and our Pete, those two guys, it was never a problem. It was never an email. It was you. And by the way, because they were so laid back, you usually gave them more common courtesy, too. I think you'd be more prone because it was never a big deal to hook it up, but you knew in a pinch. Nobody exploited that. Nobody exploited that. Pete putting emails where the whole staff is getting it, making people have to ask, did you do your days off? Did you do your days off? It's pissing people off, and they're going to test the boundaries of Pete. And they're gonna, Pete people are going to go to Pete. You're giving my day off whether you like it or not. So guess what? No, I'm not going to give you a stupid deadline. Pete's, Pete's hurting himself here. He's hurting himself. He thinks he's in a bigger position of power than he is, and he's causing more aggravation for himself and and not making any friends. Okay, pivoting here. Another emotional topic was the Sam Darnold spleen topic, oh. which I have been banging the drum on. I just think that the whole Sam Darnold, he can die if he plays football, but next week he's going to be fine to play football is somewhat ridiculous. I don't want to go back over the take because people, I'm sure, are sick of it. Please. I want to know, is that the angriest Bogus has ever been at me? Yes. Yes. It has he ever actually been angry at me besides that? I'm sure he's been annoyed, but angry to the point that you toss to him <laughs> an hour later and he says, quote, I'm not talking to you. And by the way, didn't follow the I'm not talking to you with a laugh and like a just kidding, here's my point. He actually stonewalled having another conversation with you. But I'm not angry at him. We're on different sides of this argument. I don't take it personally. Whenever you and I are on different sides of an argument and I call you names or you call me names, I, I never am like angry at you. No, Why it's is understood. He you know, the microphones go off and we're okay and we disagree. Yeah. I think he's angry because I think twofold. He expects more of you oh, okay. because now you're actually challenging medical advice. <laughs> and to him, that's like... How could you, of all people, go down that road? Mm. And B, you're making him, in an argument where you're starting to make me look stupid even though I'm right, side <laughs> with me. And in thus, he feels like he looks stupid on the radio. So I think it's the twofolded anger. 
He, he can't believe you're so stupid to challenge real medical experts, and B, he can't believe that you've now made me look stupid and smart at the same time, and he has to defend me. He doesn't like having to be on the same side of your argument. Right, because let's be honest, in the history of DA show arguments, if you told listeners, hey, DA and Mraz argued over whether Sam Darnold should be playing with a spleen or not and whether he could die, I guarantee you 9 out of 10 DA show listeners be like, why would Mraz think Sam Darnold should be playing? You could die like that. I hope DA destroyed him for it. It wouldn't be, wait a minute, DA thinks Darnold should be out there? Well, you know, it's sometimes. It's different from you. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Briars went from vanilla bean to French vanilla. You were oh. like, "Wow, this is a different version." Huh. Hey, you know, I'm just, I'm just here to call it like I see it and present my facts and present my argument. I just didn't know it was going to force Bogus, who I thought I had a really good relationship with, to really be angry. I, I, I didn't think that arguments could do that. And you, the, what I'm worried about is we're taping this on a Wednesday. Usually, anytime we've seen kind of anger, even if it's bogus at me, you with me, a lot of times the anger boils throughout a week and it gets to a Friday. And then, like, you leave, and we all say our goodbyes, but there's still a tinge of somebody's annoyed at somebody. And then you get over it on the weekend, and everybody's laughing on Monday. This was on a Wednesday. I hope Bogus is okay with you on Thursday or Friday because we got big shows coming up heading into the football weekend. And if he's not going to converse with you, that's going to make for a worse show on a Thursday or a Friday. <laughs> it really is. So coming up here on side B, you have Rob in the three, two, one. I do, which is correct. awesome. And Rob has a very cool story about how he started listening to us. Very emotional story. So I can't wait to uh, to hear that. That's going to be very cool to have on side B. I'm going to be at Clemson on Saturday for this big game. This is the week. Uh, this is the annual college football road trip that I take. You're using big game loosely when going to see any time Florida State plays. I wanted to see Clemson, though. I wanted to see of that course. atmosphere and the rock and the hill and Death Valley. It's a blast. And it's a, they're defending national champs, so that's why we picked this one. I've done Notre Dame and Nebraska and Texas A&M and Alabama and Georgia and Auburn and LSU and go down the list, and I'm really excited my first trip to South Carolina for Clemson, so Fired up. That's where Sunday morning football is going to be on Sunday. So uh, we'll see if I survive this uh, this amazing thing. I think maybe next week on the PGP we'll have Penns back on to, to break it down because we always have him annually break down the college football The annual trip. recap. I'm excited for you. I mean, that's a great trip. I, I have buddies who go to Clemson every year for games. Really? And they have a – yeah, wow. my uh, – Two of the guys that played on the Young Guns, one of their brothers went to Clemson and now lives there permanently. So for like the last four years, they go down once a year for a game. I think they're going down in two weeks. Cool. So uh, they love it. They think it's a blast. They think the scene is great. The tailgating's great. So I'm sure you will love it. It's amazing you haven't been to Clemson, all the ones you've checked off. I know you did a lot of SEC. A lot so. of SEC, yeah. We've done... Have you done Tallahassee, though? No, no. Did Tennessee, Boise, USC, amongst the other ones that I mentioned, uh, have not done Florida State. And, and now you wouldn't because Florida State's so bad. Right. Want to wait till they get back up? No, that's why I was just curious if you had gone to the area today. But I, I think you're going to have a blast. I'm sure you're going to eat a lot of food. Are we going to get, I mean, I feel like we get one every year now on Nomad. Are we yeah. going to get some Nomad out of this? You know, this is going to be the season debut. I'm going to try Was there to- even a last season? There was a last season, yes. There oh, we was. We got two soccer games. I don't know if we got anything else out of last season. Well, Boise State was last season. Two Boise episodes. Oh, we're counting that for last season. Yeah, well, fall to to spring. Okay. That's a television season. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, whatever you say. So, uh, and the Peanut Mobile, that was last season. Sure. Okay. Now, all right, you're right. I'm looking, I, I've been itching. My yeah. DVR is full and I haven't gotten any nomads in We're it. kicking off season number four, this will be, with this episode next week. I'm going to turn this around next week for the, the Clemson faithful. And then after that... We've got uh, my London trip. We've got uh, our trip to Minnesota in April. 
for the Final Four. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. Um, I've got some ones stacked up so that we're, we're going to have some cool episodes coming Okay, up. I'm looking forward to that. It's yeah. good to have Nomad back. Field Trip Snacks back for another season? Oh, yeah. All yeah. right, good. Oh, yeah. Good. You're doing that on your own or did you actually speak to them? <laughs> we're in talks. Okay, okay. All right. good to know. All right, here's side B of the PGP. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, host of Side B and the executive producer of the DA Show. It is another permission-granted profile. Oh, you thought we were done. No, we are not. Rob in the 321. You might have heard that Twitter name. DA loves reading those tweets. He was a member of the DA Show infamous group chat that was uh, talked about at length here throughout the PGP that DA is fascinated with in itself, but... You know, a lot of people that I talked to after I got done doing the PG profiles, whether it was Adriana, whether it was Lewis and Palmdale, whether it was Dixie Land Dan, a lot of people just kept coming back to the same thing. You got to have Robin the 321 on. You got to have Robin the 321 on. People seem fascinated with Robin the 321. So why not? Let's have him on. Rob, good morning. How are you? Good morning from the 321 in, well, it's a little bit rainy today down here in Florida, but uh, what's it like up in New York? I used to live in New York before. It, it, is, uh, it is rainy as well. It's going to be a rainy week up here in New York. And let's just start with that. 321, I kind of like that you identify yourself like that. Like, you know, for a national show and DA's vision of making a national show feel local, to have a name like Rob in the 321 is something that chimes in because you're given your area code, you're given your name, and then all in all it rolls into a nickname. The 321 is what part of Florida? That is uh, what's called the Space Coast, other, otherwise known as Bavar County. Um, I'm about where I live. I'm right by Port Canaveral, which you and I discussed before. Next time you're in Bavar County at the Port Canaveral, you're going to come over to our house. You and Danielle and little baby Taylor <laughs> hang up at the pool. We're going to make dinner. We're going to take one of your recipes. We'll do that. And uh, hopefully when you're here, you'll see a rocket take off from the Kennedy Space Center. Launch pad number 44, baby, right in Cocoa Beach. That's pretty cool to be able to live that close and see the rockets take off. That's that's awesome. So you're in that part of Florida. Okay, so you're in Florida. Obviously, we broadcast out of New York, and we've had listeners, as we've mentioned, Boise, Wisconsin, uh, Mississippi, California. You, you know, you've heard all these PG profiles and you interact with a lot of these people. How did you first get into the DA show living in Florida? Well, getting into the DA show, I uh, I had a tragedy in my family. Uh, my cousin Matt, who was a 2005 graduate of uh, West Point, he, uh, back in 2017, he is now a statistic. Uh, 22 vets a day uh, commit suicide. And on May 30th, 2017, he um, became one of them. I was very, very depressed. I was very down. I did not make the wake. I did not make the funeral. I lived with so much guilt. I came across the DA show on my local affiliate, 1560 The Fan. Um, I use you guys as my therapy. I listen to the show. I'm like, these guys are really, really funny. So I went back as far as I possibly could on Apple Podcasts and also on the CBS radio app and radio.com app to get past shows so I can listen. And I finally got myself caught up to the point where I'm like, okay. And I listen religiously. You know, you guys, uh, you guys are my therapy. I thank you, Sean. I thank DA. I thank Andrew Bogus. I thank Pete the Body. 
Even thank uh, your your good friend Robbie Rosenhaus. You guys oh, provided. Don't say me that. Don't say that. You guys provided me with free therapy. And let me just say a couple things. Number one, from myself, Bogus, DA, everybody on the show, my condolences. I cannot imagine going through what you have gone through, um, and how dark a place that could send somebody into. And I am thankful that you are here, and the fact that we, as a show, could bring. You know, some purpose and some entertainment and just some happiness to your life at a really dark time. You know, I'm thankful for that. And and a lot of times when, when you turn on the microphone and you, and you do a show and you have fun, I think you can get lost in, you know, what exactly this show means to people or, you know, even at times because you're only, you, it's not like you're doing it in front of a live audience. You know, who are we talking to? And, and that's what we love about interacting on Twitter. But then you hear a story like yours, Rob. And it just takes you back to, you know, we have meaning here. You know, when that alarm goes off in the morning, and as I like to make the joke, I put the hard hat on, I come into the city, and, you know, we come around and we have fun, and, you know, a lot of times, we, you know, we screw around and we love our jobs, but to know that, you know, what we are doing is providing an outlet, and as you put it, th- free therapy for somebody who could be going through something like you went through, it just it just means a great deal, and it and I got to be honest, it re-energizes me, and I, I'm sure when DA hears the same thing, just to... To keep pushing and making sure that every day we put the best show forward. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much, Rob, for giving us a shot and um, and allowing us to be a part of your life every day. And I, I find it really awesome, by the way, that you went back and you listened and, and tried to get catch up as if it was a TV show where you wanted to know and know what was going on. When you went back and listened, what was uh, kind of the craziest thing or something that really hooked you that you know maybe that no that you didn't hear live that you went back and found? Um, I think it was. Uh, definitely, because when, when I caught up, it was right around the, uh, you like that thing, boy. And you, <laughs> you were obsessed. You, you Miss Chicken Pesto Lady. Year, year of the uh, the 12 DAs of Christmas, which, by the way, we are looking forward to very much the D-Aliens are. I think I could speak on behalf of all of us. Um, so, yeah, that was that was really funny. You kept talking about her, and once they they went through, D.A. must have did, like, the uh, Sherlock Holmes and uh, Sherlock Holmes look for, and uh, they found her, and you're like, that's her! That's her! That's her! Unbelievable and, you know, it's like, I know, I have to, and I, I know for a fact, Sean, that you are a very intelligent man. Seeing your wife, you completely outkicked your coverage on that. I know There's that you no will, question. That I definitely outkicked my coverage. Most men do. Uh, my, I find that most I men do. So. My question to you is: How did you meet Danielle, and what made her say yes to the very first date? All right, so this is actually pretty funny. I, you know what's really become funny about these PG profiles? I think Adriana started it. How I have this list of things I want to ask, and all of a sudden it gets turned on me, and somebody wants to ask me a question. So this is the one that Rob is going to ask me. How did I meet my wife? I'm, I, you know, Maybe I have told this story years ago on the air. Maybe there's plenty of people that don't know. Maybe I never did. Uh, I met my wife at what was called Jillian's. Later, it's the chain that is known as Dave & Buster's. We were in high school. She was a freshman. I was a senior, actually. I was entering my senior year. She was entering being a freshman. yes. She was young, but we were still going to be in the same school. And we were around the air hockey table. She was actually hanging out with a guy I knew from high school, a friend of mine at the time. And, uh, you know, she was actually trying to help me find girls at Jillian's. And we just kind of got to talking. She was like, oh, what do you think of that girl? What do you think of that girl? And that's just kind of how we met. And I don't know. There was probably a little something there. 
And then about a month went by and she entered high school and we happened to just see each other in a staircase. And it was like that moment where nobody else was around. You know what I mean? Like there was a bunch of people, but like it just felt like it was me and you. We kind of like we, we kind of locked eyes. We got to talking. We had lunch together. Next thing I know, a week later, you're going to laugh because it's typical me, but you're in high school. You know, we went to Applebee's together, and um, as they say, the rest is history. We went to prom, the whole deal, and um, yeah, I mean, we, you know, I think we maybe took a little time off at some point during college, but for the most part, you know, it's pretty much been from senior year of high school on, and now I'm 32 years old, and here she is having a baby. So that's how we met. That's the old love story for me. Oh, that's, uh, that's pretty cute. There. And, and by the way, got engaged, went back to that same Dave and Buster's location, got engaged after she won a bunch of tickets, and I got on the ground to pick up the tickets. I realized I'm already on one knee. I might as well break out the ring that was on me anyway. Um, that's great. Uh, okay, so two things on, on that front. Real quickly, before we have to let you go here, Rob, we're speaking with Rob in a 3-2-1. Number one, DA has been begging me every time I get one of you guys on who's in this group chat. What the heck is said in this group? Now we know who's in the group chat based on what I got as a gift, which, again, you guys didn't have to do that. What is talked about in this group chat on a daily basis? Well, as I like to say to my daughter... Secret secrets are no fun. Oh, come on. they are for everyone. Come but on. The only people that know what's talked about in the group chat are the people in the group chat. Well, all right, can you at least give me, like, is it just you guys have a new usual just sports banter, or are you guys, like, breaking down stuff on the show? Like, are we getting criticized? Are we getting compliments? It's fine either way. I just, we want to know what goes on in this group chat. I cannot tell a lie. Oh, I cannot tell you. Come on, I Rob. Sworn to, I am sworn to secrecy, sir. From my days starting back as an intern in radio, see, I was in, I've been in radio too. I've been in radio since I started back in 1999, and I was an intern for a morning show up in uh, Beacon, New York, and that just led me to my prior radio career. Wanted to get into sports broadcasting, and this big thing is you can't tell secrets and you can't tell information. And you will never get that out of me. Come on, Rob. All right, all right. Well, okay. For, and you're not in radio anymore, correct? I think we've discussed. No, that. I had a nice. I had a. I had a great ten year stretch where I was doing everything. I was. Uh, I had my own show when I worked for a radio station in Selwyn County. If you ever get up to Selwyn County, that's where Bethel Center Bethel Woods, where Woodstock is. I was had a three year run as the um, midday guy on a radio station called WSUL in Sullivan County, and then after that, I filled in for a morning show, just so I get on vacation, just to get my feet a little bit wet, and then I had a stint at uh, Kiss FM in uh, Poughkeepsie with a Clear Channel station. So, at that time, I had talked to a guy who was a big Boston fan. I'm a big Detroit sports fan, so we hate all New York sports. Sorry. You guys never beat the Tigers in the playoffs. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry about that. Um, sorry, not sorry. But uh, we had talked about possibly doing a sports talk show, and the guy's like, well, there's no market for that here. And like, they had ESPN Radio, and, and they failed. You know, so we tried, and they never gave us a shot. And that's when Rick Romney's main capital bought all, everything from Clear Channel. They cut all the part-timers out. They went all the automation. That's when some of the big guys, the guy, Elvis Duran, went simulcast on all their top uh, And wiped out a lot of the local... The local yeah. stuff. Ah, okay. I, I mean, that's was tough. not a fan of that at all. That's I tough. I was not a fan of that at all. All right. Well, one... and you know that DA and I are from around the same area in the Hudson Valley, right? Correct. Correct. Apple Country, which DA likes yeah. to remind us all the time. Yes. Beautiful Hudson Valley. Jeez. All right. Well, Rob, one more thing here. 
Uh, again, we're speaking with Robin, 3-2-1. You mentioned the 12 DAs and DA aliens are very excited for. In your mind right now, what is the number one 12 DA that we should be looking forward to? Oh, the number uh, – it's got – happen. For one, because that, that missed the cut. That just missed the cut, so that's got to be that, number one. That's a great job by you knowing that that just missed the cut because I was going through the folder the other day. That is the first one saved because that happened in December last year, the Miami Dolphins beating the Patriots, and we'd already started the 12 DAs. So that is actually – yeah, that is actually something from 2018, and that drop list left out. Okay, so you think that should be number one of the 12 days? Interesting. Well, we're about a month away from voting, so that is that is good input. You can follow Rob on Twitter. Rob, why don't you give you a Twitter plug? Okay, well, if you want to follow me on Twitter, my handle is Hi C on the mic, or my username that my display name is Rob in the three two one. If right. you follow me, I'll follow you back. How about that? Out of Rob in the three, two, one. Rob, thanks so much for joining us on the PGP. And again, you know, thank you for letting us be a part of your life in that meaningful a way. Um, you know, it's good to know when Huge Freeze is singing Sinatra songs that somehow that's used as therapy. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was the Sinatra, but um, it was your banter and his author text. All right, take care, Rob. Well, there you have it. Just an unbelievable story out of Rob on how he got into the DA show, and you know. As much as we like to laugh and have a good time, I guess laughing and having a good time can be helpful to people. And uh, seeing the place and hearing Rob talk about where he was in his life when he discovered the DA show is just, it's unbelievable. And just, again, if there's anybody out there that's listening that is struggling, mental health, depression, talk to somebody. Talk to somebody because you don't want to leave anybody close to you or your friends or family feeling the same way you're feeling right now. There's always meaning and always purpose to life. Thank you so much for listening to another PGP. This is Mraz. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MrazCBS. Have a great week, everyone. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.